Before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which we produce this podcast, the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation, and pay our respects to their elders, past, present and emerging. Hello, welcome to an episode of What A Great Punk, podcast by Jamie and Todd from These New South Wales. Hello. Hello, Todd. Hello, Jamie. Got a really exciting episode today. We've got Jay Watson, um, who is from Perth and is uh, in Tame Impala and a member of Pond and also his own uh, solo project, Gum. Yeah. A man with many stories and um, yeah, just a really interesting chat coming up. Yeah. Um, just a bit of housekeeping. If you want to support the podcast, um, sign up to our Patreon. You can do that at patreon.com forward slash what a great punk. And you'll get bonus episodes every single week. This week's bonus episode is featuring Frank, from our, who's the drummer from our band. Exactly. And we've got a, um, we're going to start just shouting out new site, new, um, welcoming some new Patreons each week. So, Oh, who we got this week? This week we've got Timothy Cumming. Coming or going? <laughs> uh, Hannah. Hannah. Spanner. <laughs> <laughs> we've got Cameron Hoskinson. Uh, Cameron, how uh, how's how's Goodson? <laughs> it's not easy, we mate. Got, this one's a bit tough. HD looks pretty seven twenty to me, mate. <laughs> and uh, Jordan Soul, uh, sell your soul to the devil, <laughs> Jordan Soul. Brilliant. All right, welcome I'm a, everyone. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a comedian, and um, and that's I've made that abundantly obvious just now. Mm, so yeah, that's the welcome posts. We're going to start doing them. They're a bit of fun. Yeah, sign um, up to the Patreon and I'll make fun of your name. Yeah. Light, lightly, a light It's a jab. good deal. That's a pretty good deal. Um, all right, well, let's get on with the pod. Or if you're new to the pod, we're, uh, we're a band. Check out our music and uh, Comedy Central uh, mockumentary series, which you can watch on YouTube. Yeah, it's all on YouTube now. You just type these New South Wales into YouTube. Um, all right, let's um, let's get Jay on the line. See you, see you after the, uh, the theme music. Catch your smile. You got that catchy smile Stop a while Come back with that catchy smile Come back baby, we'll fly away Come back, we'll just fly away Together baby, but don't tell your nonna um, you've, is this your, this is literally your third Zoom call? Oh, maybe I've done less than five, I reckon. Yeah, that is so punk. I love yeah. That. Well, we ha- I've had like one meeting with everyone in Pond everywhere, maybe two, and maybe mm. two interviews or something, and that's it. Wow. I don't really How do like you? press anymore. I realised I'm like really yeah. nervous today. Oh, yeah. you know, you're nervous. Yeah, sort of, because Pond Nick does Pond. Yeah. And I don't do tame ones anymore. And then yeah. I only do ones for myself when I put out a record. Yeah. And I haven't in a couple of years. So it's weird, yeah. Yeah. That's good though. It's good to be nervous for once. It, yeah. yeah. Um, I guess, yeah. The, I reckon pod, uh, podcasting is a little bit nerve-wracking too. Like, um, I, you know, we're up to episode, I think this is 204 or 5 now. Yeah, I yeah. Still get, I still get nervous before some of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but anyway, we I just listened to one before to see what it was like because I've never actually listened. I listened to some of the Spacey Jane one; it was good. Oh, nice! I was, I was, I was entertained. <laughs> yeah, good. having my cup yeah. of tea on the deck. Yeah, <laughs> that's what we want. It's not an interview; yeah. it's just a chat. You know? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So yeah, I like your backdrop. Thank you. It's a. I didn't change it from last week. It's some flowers yeah. for Beautiful. all of you listening. Yeah. 
I used to always have a backdrop when we were recording these pods, mm. but I stopped doing it. I think you um, stopped. I just stopped. Yeah, but mm. it was it was always fun picking one. Mm. It's I'm, nice I, because yours is in the um, Todd's is in the middle in my up the top there, and then you and I are on either side, Jamie, and we look really similar actually. Framing, oh, yeah, flowers. you guys have a similar um, aesthetic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, so, what are you doing in? You're in Townsville at the moment. Yeah, so my parents live here, and um, me and Lucy, my partner, and our two yep. kids came up um, yesterday or the day before, okay. just to visit because um, they've come nice. to see us a couple of times since the kids were born. Yeah, okay. but it's two flights to get here. So this is quite oh. hard. Yeah, it was Brisbane and then Townsville. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Great. Wow. Um, the, they were really good on the first flight and then they sort of fell apart on the second flight, started like <laughs> pooing themselves and screaming. And oh, God. Jamie does that all the time on flights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's a bit like when you first start touring and you're all hungover and. Yeah, you're pissing and shitting yeah, everywhere. Pissing yeah. and shitting yeah. everywhere, yeah. Um, did you, so you went Perth, Brisbane, Brisbane, yeah. Townsville. Brisbane, yeah, Townsville. Big, yeah, it was really good. No delays, went well. Oh. They were nice. nice. Turns out people are um, nice to you. The hosties, host. Hosties are nice to you when you have kids. Oh, really? Okay. Than when you're just like a gross dude in a band. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, which I, I, I don't know why I didn't assume that, but I, I was surprised. You know, everyone goes, they let us through the security first and all this stuff like that. Oh, oh that's nice. Love that. Mm. That's a perk. I think they just saw how, because one's two and a half and one's six months. Yeah. So I think they just, they, they, they can see how, especially if, if they've had kids, how hard, mm. like how yeah. Yeah. they look. Yeah. Do you get stressed like, I, I always imagine that it's quite stressful for parents when the kids are either pissing, shitting or like screaming or crying or anything. Yes. Is that, is that, is that stressful? It's, is that me beeping? Sorry. It's, um, it's stressful, but it's not the sort of stress that freaks me out. Like, yeah. like um, yeah, doing interviews or playing shows, you know, <laughs> like artistic stress freaks me out. Yeah. Things that are like sort of physical stress like that, you know, like having to go change a kid that's pooed everywhere. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like, I weirdly get, um, I mean, it's not fun, yeah. but it doesn't, it doesn't, I don't get embarrassed or anything. Like yeah, it fires nice. me up. I'm like, got to sort this out, you know? Oh, wow. Oh, that's yeah. probably like a good natural yeah. kind of instinct. Yeah. How, how, how do you go bit, like when you're doing band shots in public? Oh, I hate that. I hate that. It's so embarrassing. And especially as the older we get too. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. Say Pond or something, it's a bunch of yeah. blokes in their mid-30s like standing in front of a wall in, in yeah. the CBD, you know? Yeah. And yeah. It's, I can't, and I find it so embarrassing. Mm. Um, well, yeah. Because well, all of that stuff's so silly. Like it's necessary, yeah. but it is silly. Like, you know, you, you put a new song out and you've got to do like a quote for a press release or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. We, me and Jamie have been talking about that this week and it's kind of like, has, it's... Seems absurd to take yourself that seriously to to like want to have to put a quote out in a press <laughs> yeah, release yeah. about your song, but that's what it requires. It's yeah. fine if you've got something to say about it. I find yeah. a lot of the music, like I make enough music that often either I don't want to say what it's about or can't be mm. bothered, or it isn't even really about something that you can yeah, sort of yeah. articulate. Man, that's 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 so true. I mean, yeah, like, yeah. isn't it most of the time after it when you're asked to like write something about it or whatever, mm. say something about it. That That's when you sort of like go, oh, I guess it's like- Yeah, yeah totally. And you just sort yeah. of like give your interpretation of what yeah. it's about, but it was, it was never intended to no, make yeah. it to say that or whatever. It depends. Yeah, it depends what sort of lyrics you write. Like I, 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 um, I sort of, I'm one of those people that write sort of gibberish 
melodies yeah. and then let let it turn into words. And I'll basically only change it unless it's, if it's really, if it's kind of bad. Yeah. If it's kind of like, even if I don't really understand it, I'll leave it if it sounds good because yeah. I, I like, I, that's just how I do it, like phonetically sort of. Um, yeah. But I think if you've written, like someone like Nick in Pond is a really deliberate lyric writer. Yeah. I think it's a lot easier for him to talk about what the songs are about. Not all the time, mm. but a lot of the time. Mm. Yeah. Because he's written it like either stories or poetry or deliberate True. or things about real real people or yeah. real events, you know. Yes, yeah, for me, sure. it's just like mucking around with words yeah. about half of the time. So it's yeah. kind of hard. I, I, I feel about about the same as that, Jay. I love oh. the gibberish um, process of writing lyrics. It's the only real way that I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done it like lyrics for like lyrics first, probably once or twice in my entire yeah, life. Yeah, same, same with me. Mm. Yeah, I think that I think I I think that I have more faith in my subconscious to be cool than my mm. like you know yeah awake brain. Yeah, so I, remember, I sort of just let that come up with it. Yeah, totally. Um, I remember reading like Bradford Cox uh, interview years ago where he was like saying that um, he just felt disgusted by anything that he intentionally tried to sit oh, down yeah. and like, oh yeah, like if he, yeah. you know, like he was just like, it's just, it was just, it's just disgusting. Yeah, totally. I think it's really fun too when you fluke um, good lines out of doing yeah. the gibberish mm. thing and you're like, oh, that's pretty good actually. Yeah. You know, <laughs> but I it's sort of one every five songs or something. I'll be like, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. If I if I could somehow do that for every line for a whole album, I'd be um, Leonard Cohen, you know. <laughs> totally. Um, one uh, when I was I, I never write lyrics. Just want to yeah. put that yeah. out there. Um, but um, I have a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but when I was younger, I was sort of before I was ever in a band, sort of in high school years, playing guitar in my bedroom. Um, I'd like kind of try and write songs, and I'd write lyrics based on stuff I was listening to, kind of like like metal and punk at the time. So I was kind of like writing these like pop punk kind of like stupid lyrics. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like About Friends what? Will Rom or like No Effects Inspired. Just, oh, just oh, okay. stuff like yeah, silly stuff. you're a wanker and, you know, yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, I'd forgotten I'd done it. And then I remember years later my mum found a bunch of like pieces of paper oh, of like no. those songs <laughs> like in my room and like gave them to me and it was like, it was like years later, so I would have been like mid to late twenties at that point, and I was just so embarrassed that my yeah, mom yeah. found those. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it just killed yeah. me. But that's Dope all right. You, you, yeah, I don't think anyone's. There's not many people doing good stuff that young. Yeah. Every now and then, someone comes it's out. Rare. Yeah. It's rare. Yeah. Mm. Who, who are those freaks? Hey, that that do um like cool. They're, they're cool. They're yeah. cool from like way too early. Like they're like <laughs> sixteen or seventeen, and they're already super cool. Like. Mm. Yeah, that's I don't a, know. That's in terms an of lyrics. To me. Yeah, the um, I never listened to them much when I was because I'm a similar age when I was young. But looking back, I think that um, the Arctic Monkeys guy Alex yeah. Turner, because that mm. I don't know, they were 18 or something that first album. True, and that's pretty like that's pretty um, you know, wordy, well written mm. sort of yeah. lyrics. I think yeah. you know when I look yeah. back at that, I didn't really. Yeah. It was almost too wordy for me at the time. I liked sort of dumber. Rock mm. music when I was 15, 16. How, how, old, how old were you guys when, like, you were first touring Tame Impala? Uh, I was maybe 18 in Australia, touring Australia. Yeah, pretty young. Oh, that's that's joined, them, young. <laughs> joined them out at 17, actually. 18 yeah. and then 19 was when we first went overseas to the UK. 
That was my first time overseas ever, like, in my oh life. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and, dude, you've been just fucking touring ever since. It's I know, just yeah. It's been relentless. Yeah, I know, I know. I told, I'm with this, I'm with the same person I was with when I was 21 or so. Yeah. And I told, I remember telling her 10 years in, when I was 23 or something like that. And it's been over 10 years now. I'll, yeah. I'll, quit, oh, in you ten, like, I'll quit in 10 yeah, years, you know. Fully. Um, you're, you're like an F1 driver who just like Fernando Alonso or something who just, just wants to keep racing. Yeah. Oh, well, it's just, it's hard because we, we did it without making any money for so long. And mm, now yeah. Tame Impala makes money. Yep. So it's just, you can't just ever say no. We just never say no to anything. It's work, yeah. 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 And then I do that and then I'm like, all right, that's it. And then it's hard to say no to Pond because there's other people involved in it. Yeah. Mm. And it's really fun and it's and it's also like, you know, creatively rewarding for me because I've mm. worked on the songs and stuff. Mm. So you sort of got to say yes to that. Um, and then the only thing left to put on hold is like my own solo stuff. But that's that's kind of, that's fine by me, you know. Yeah. yeah, a few zooms here and there. A few zooms, yeah. It's it. it, ma- it, it I think it makes it more fun. I think I'd probably hate it. I did a couple of tours, like around the time that I played with you, Jamie. Yeah, yep. on my own, um, not with a band or anything, and it was it was really hard and kind of depressing. Like f- mm. pure solo, like no tour manager or anything. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, lugging yeah. my lugging my um pedals and like SPDSX around and stuff. Yeah, right. It's interesting. So that yeah, sort of inspired. How did you find it? Because I'm about to do that. Jamie's about to do that. Um, I'm about to do the, the one man. <laughs> the part one of man it was tour. really nice. Like I really, I actually really like. I often on tour have dinner on my own and stuff like that. I liked that yeah. part of it. I, I yeah. decided what I was going to have for dinner in Surrey mm. Hills or whatever. Yeah, and sat there on my phone and you know it was good. Um, but just I don't know. It's just it's hard being like sort of tired and knackered and hungover completely on your own. Yeah, without other people to like laugh it off with. Did you kind of meet up yeah. with different buddies in every city and stuff though? A little bit, but I was so stressed the whole time. You've also yeah. got no one else to tell you. Like we all get nervous, <laughs> but you've usually got someone there to be like, oh man, it's fine. You know, it's a 40 minute set. Yeah. We're on at 11 a.m., yeah. you know, whatever. Yeah. But when there's no one else there to um, talk Sorry. you through that with you, you're just freaking mm. out right up to the set. And then you're you in play your own head, I guess. Yeah, you're in your own head. The whole, you don't really talk to anyone except like the venue people, yeah. Mm. It's it's true as actually like you know you've say you got a six a.m. flight or something and mm. you leave like you're leaving home and you're about to go on tour and like it that's it sucks getting up that early but it's kind of fun meeting your bandmates and like crew and stuff at the airport yeah you it's go really fun together and it, and mm. it's sort of yeah yeah um, that's a huge part of what gets you through the the totally. process isn't it yeah and mm. you're all giddy I mean I like mm. I think I just mostly laugh when we have those early flights kind of hung over with both yeah. bands, you know, cause it's mm. just endlessly funny, especially <laughs> yeah. when you fly with the crew too. Yeah. Like with Pond, obviously we all fly together. There's five band and two crew, I think two or three. Yeah. Yeah. But with Tame, there's like f- almost 50 people now on tour with Tame. Really? <laughs> yeah. We're going to get 50 so, hotel rooms. Like going through rooms. airports and shit. <laughs> yeah. And every, exactly. 50 hotel rooms. Cause Pond, That's we share crazy. Tame as individual rooms. Yeah. Yeah. And so sometimes, not often, sometimes all sort of 49 are on the same flight, you know, and we fill out, oh, an, fill out an entire sick. plane to Sweden or something. Mm. Oh, my God. And that's God. really funny and yeah. fun just because the entire, like, departure lounge is just techies and like a football guys, team. a football mm. team just sort of like. Do you guys wear a uniform? Ah, uh, black. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, the techie uniform. Um, um, no, no uniform. There's a few tame hoodies and stuff. With a crew yeah. of fifty, do you know everyone? I don't anymore. And yeah. I'm and I was 
I like tried when it got to sort of 30, I, I, I sort of did. Yeah. And it just, and people can't do every tour as well. Like if yeah. you're a lighting person, um, you do different, you come on and off sometimes with Tame. Yeah. And so it's, it is hard. Um, but I've stopped, I sort of don't feel bad about it now. And I don't think, I, yeah, I think when people are on for a tour or so, I still make, if I see people a couple of times and I know yeah, they're with yeah, us, you I'll like make it. Yeah. Yeah. I'll introduce did, myself and stuff. Yeah. Did you, did you enjoy these? The, so um, you've been, you toured with Tame Impala and Pond this year already, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah. We, we were both in Europe together actually. Right. Um, right. Because we both played Primavera. So that okay. was, it was really good. It was hectic though. Were mm. you playing the same cities like? No, just Primavera. Just Primavera. Yeah. And then Pond went to the UK and did some headline shows and stuff. Right. Right. Fun, right. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, and, it just um, never, never ends. Mm. Yeah. This yeah. is my holiday. A week in Townsville with my parents and the family. But it's really nice. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I bet uh, it is. Did I'm you watch the State it. of Origin? No, but these because we're we're AFL in Perth. Yeah. Um And we're AFL here too in Melbourne. Oh yeah. I guess it's still pretty origin. entertaining. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. There were two people um next to us on the plane watching on their phones, drinking white wine, just going yeah, ballistic. Right. Yeah. Really? Um yeah, they were loving it. And then the, one of the guys came over because I was holding little Cleo, the baby, mm. Mm. and he's right, like jokingly, she was awake, it was fine, but he was like, Queenslander to Cleo <laughs> to the baby. And I was like, Oh, she doesn't care. She's she's AFL, she's Freo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Freo, I think um Sydney, my, my team's playing Frio this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah. I think mm. so. Yeah, I like Sydney. They were always my, because I lived in Sydney as a kid for a bit, they were always my second team. Yeah. Too. And they're quite, quite a likeable team, I think. Yeah, they're not that hateable, at no. least. I no. like Frio, similar reasons. Frio, Frio aren't very hateable these days. We used yeah. to have sort of Ballantyne and, and mm. um, these hateable style players, yeah. which is fun when they're on your team. It's like mm. that guy for Collingwood, um, Jack Ginevan. That yeah. everyone hates, you know. Everyone yeah, it's hates good him, when you got them. It's good when you've got them. Yeah, it is yeah. when you got them. Yeah. yeah, Brisbane have a couple of those kind of players. Well, I got to say, I find Brisbane they're one of my more unbearable teams. Me, me too, man. Oh, <laughs> there's something Honestly, about their I'm... vibe that just rubs me the wrong way. They're rough as. Yeah, rough and just kind of like I don't know. They're always they're every single potential holding the ball and everything they've got there. I don't know. Just one of those oh, teams that yeah. shit me. Their arms yeah, are yeah. up constantly. <laughs> anyway, we won't Come get into on. it. I'll offend yeah. some of the Brisbane Brisbane players. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> who listen to the podcast. Yeah, massive Pond fans. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. Um have there been um any like sports stars that have become either big fans of Gum or Pond or Team Impala or anything that you've been blown away by? Like uh, AFL AFL stars or Um well um Actually, I can't remember his name, so I won't tell that anecdote because that's <laughs> offensive. Um, but uh, Frio, so Kevin Parker from mm. Tame Impala is, wrote this. The, is the number one ticket holder for the right. Dockers this year. What does that mean? And last yeah, year. It's like you're just sort of like a, an ambassador, um, I guess, for them. Okay. on their, But on our end, it means we get to go to the game whenever we want. That which has been awesome, so yeah. Fucking mad. Which is awesome. He wrote, he wrote a song as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did like a song for half time. This kind of like, I don't know, he's sort of ACDC inspired, yeah, hard rock. Because that's the yeah. Frio thing. Because Bon Scott's from Frio, oh, yeah. So all the after every cool. goal, it's Thunderstruck and TNT at the end and all this sort of yeah. stuff. Yeah, you know, Warfy. TNT. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so we've met a few of those guys through through that through the yeah, players sick. through that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And some oh, of them cool. are fans of the bands and stuff, and some yeah. of them have no idea 
who yep. we are. You know, it's just not in their wheelhouse at all. Yeah, but it's good. Crazy. Yeah, it's great. I think if they win this year or next year or whenever, it's going to be like an enormous, you know, party bender in Frio. Yeah, and we'll all sure. be there. They'll be at my house, sort of on my dining room table. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's my dream anyway. Yeah, <laughs> the entire Frio football team it's on funny my dining how, room table. Um, like, like musicians with like such a big profile can be starstruck by a sport, like athletes with such a big profile, and vice versa. It's yeah. always really fascinated me that, like, I remember like watching like Jet play at the grand final and like. The bass players wearing their like Geelong Guernsey, whatever, and it's so oh, you're yeah. stoked to be here, but yeah, they're probably yeah, yeah. stoked to be watching you, and it's this whole kind of crossover. Yeah, yeah. he's a cool dude, Mark, but yeah, yeah. big footy guy. Yeah, um, footy guy. Yes, I get starstruck by sports people just because I'm a massive sports mm. fan and mm. comedians like that I like. Oh yeah, but you don't mm. see them. I don't. You don't see them in the world much. In my, you know, every yeah. now and then there'll be someone at a show I'll see or something or on the guest list or something, mm. sort of flip out. Have you got a comedian that's your favourite? Uh, don't know about comedian that's my favourite. I've got a few mm. shows that are sort of my favourite oh, yeah. shows ever. Oh, yeah. Um, what are, what are, what are so they? What's on the list? Uh, I guess the English Office. Oh, yeah. yeah. Me too, man. And the yeah. Simpsons 100%. for about eight seasons there, sort yeah. of yeah. four till 12 or something. Yeah. And I don't know. I've watched all the Seinfelds and Curbs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you, absolutely. Yeah. Did you ever watch Peep Show? Oh, yeah, I love Peep Show. I've watched all that. Mm. Great. So yeah. good. Yeah, anything that's good, really. Yeah. I haven't yeah. watched much, to be honest, much new, much, many things from the last three or four or five years. Yeah. Me either. One of my favorites from recent times was uh, Fleabag. Did you watch that? Oh, that was good. Yeah, it's, yeah that's good. that was really yeah. good. I turned it off. Mm. Yeah. Just uh, how- because I was really enjoying it, but I just wasn't compelled to watch. Like yeah. I watched two apps or something and then just kind of tapped out. Yeah, I, I'm weirdly in, incapable these days of watching, like watching stuff in bed at the end of the day without mm. falling asleep or getting bored. <laughs> yeah, which is weird, but but it's like even if it's a really good show, mm, but I yeah, can sit right. there on my phone just looking at like the, the etymology of mangoes on oh, Wikipedia, yeah. or you know what I mean. I can sit there looking at just absolute nothing. Yeah. For hours and hours, but then I'll watch some award-winning show and either get fall asleep or turn it off. Do you sit on the couch and watch shows prior to going to bed? Not really, especially not now with kids. Like we go to bed no. as soon as they're in bed. It's nuts. Mm. Yeah. I go to bed at 7.30 sometimes mm. and I'll like, I'll <laughs> literally have half a wine left and like skull, yeah. a, midi, a skull a midi <laughs> of wine head, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and like pass out at 7.30, yeah. So wow. not anymore, but we used to. And yeah. then what, up? What time are you at? Four o'clock? No, no, about six. Oh, okay. So if Great. I fall asleep at eight and, yeah, but they wake up in the night, especially the baby. Yeah. yeah. So you're up a few times. A couple of times, yeah. Um, yeah. I could, yeah. I mean, I'm just talking about my sleep. <laughs> I was going to say, I couldn't sleep last night, but it wasn't a kid's fault. <laughs> just all the ins and outs of my sleep. Yeah. yeah. It's fascinating. I, yeah, I think I might need to go get, <laughs> I think I might need to do a sleep study because I've um, been snoring a bit lately again. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. And um, yeah, it's like kind of annoying to to my girlfriend Kate. Yeah, yeah. Like when you when you when you haven't drunk any booze. Uh yeah, but it happens. It's worse when I've drunk booze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it really is. But but it happens when I haven't as well. So there's these poor 
I don't know how mundane we want to get on the podcast. Oh, but let's, go. let's go. There's these poor strip things you put on your nose. Someone showed me the other day. And yeah. they're for when you're asleep snoring. But they're like, I put them on in the daytime because they just feel so amazing. Oh. And they're not the ones that pull out blackheads. They lift your like um, sort of nose up off oh, the wow. holes and oh. it feels like you're kind of like, you know, off the, what do you call them? Nostrils, no, yeah, nasal cavities. Like almost, and it yeah. feels like super breathing. It's like you suddenly got like- oh. 100% of your- Oh my God, oh, dude, this, this is like, not mundane. This yeah, is not no, mundane. They're amazing, yeah. But this, so they're designed for people who have sleep apnea or whatever to put on when they go to sleep. Mm. But um, this per- it was someone in Tame, one of the guys in Tame was just walking yeah. around the dressing room with this thing yeah. on, the, on his just, nose for the whole- loving just the loving oxygen. It, just loving life, oxygen, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, it did, and I was skeptical on it. It did feel amazing. Sort of like, it's like having a- um, a Vicks drop or, you know, right. one of those things. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I sleep with a smile on my face, apparently. But really? It, yeah, but the, <laughs> that's literally, I, I think, an attempt to, like, open up my sinuses. Yeah, oh, you should try these. Oh, yeah. They like they basically just pull the skin up uh, off your nose. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. There you go. Yeah, give it a shot. Mm. I think they're at all good um, chemists yeah. and pharmacies. For sure. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Unless they're an American thing. We're in America, so maybe they're, like, right. a special American thing. Right. There's these eye drops in the States that... Um, my girlfriend gets me to bring home mm. that are like these just super gnarly. It's like putting Tabasco in your eye or something. Yeah. They fully wake you up. They're oh, called like I struggle road... to do that. Eye drops? Like, yeah, yeah eye drops. It's scary. It's yeah, it is scary, scary, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I think I think she looks like a psychopath when she's just like fully opens them and yeah. just yeah. Without, yeah, so- without blinking or balking, you know? Is it to, is it so it's not like clear eyes to make your eyes clear or whatever? It's like, yeah, a, it is sort of that, but it's okay. like there's one you can get that's like extra strength, right? It's sort of like it's sort of like I don't know if you can taste with your eyes, but it's like Listerine in your eyes, right? Mm. If you can somehow taste, taste it with your eyes, <laughs> I think you can actually, I yeah, think yeah, it, like, yeah, you can. That's the sensation, like, drop you can taste putting with Listerine. Your I think you can taste with sort your eyes, sort of, you can taste their minty somehow with your really? eyes. Well, because it, it all just leaks leaks through behind your eyes maybe. and probably back down your throat, right? And kind yeah, of maybe. touches a taste bud, bud or two on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever had Cheeky a- Cheeky taste um, buds. Have you guys ever had one of these IV drips, you know, for oh. no reason? Like a rock and roll sort of like, oh. where they just uh, give you vitamin B for no reason? Backstage at like Download right. Festival or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, have no. you had one of those? Yeah, they're, they're kind of insane because when they put the vitamin B in, which is, this is what I had earlier, Barocca, by the way, it's not wine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they put <laughs> no it into judgment. your bloodstream. It you like can a pet t- nat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does look like a pet nat. Big in, uh, big in Frio. Yeah. Um, you, it goes into your bloodstream and you can taste Barocca slash like, oh. Vegemite on toast in your mouth. Wow. While it's going in your blood. Okay. It's, it's insane. So, I'm not, I don't know how it works, but. I've been um, wow. taking like some supplements recently. Because yeah. um, a while back I went to the doctor and he, I had a vitamin D deficiency. And around the time yeah. um, uh, I was pretty getting pretty tired and like foggy in the brain and mm. um, quite achy. I'm feeling the best I've felt in a very long time at the moment. And it's down to taking like the shit I was lacking. I'm fairly vitamin sure. Vitamin D. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I'm low in vitamin D every time I get blood tests. Yeah. And this and and last time I went, they said I'm low and I couldn't drive. I only just learned to drive. Mm. And I was like, how can that be? I walk around all day in, yeah. the, in the sun. Yeah. And the doctor's like, you've got to spend, if you're low in it, like me, because um, I my theory is that's why I have, I mean, it's, this is, we're getting real 
for our science, they call it here. My, I've got my anxiety and also yeah. hairs falling out and all this stuff is not enough yeah. vitamin D for my whole life. And the doctor yeah. was like, you've got to, um, she said, you've, I've got to hang out in the sun for an hour with my shirt off. Oh, day, wow. Which is, goes against everything they tell you growing up. Yeah. <laughs> to just, yeah, to just nuke yourself in the sun for an hour every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you, yeah. you, you, you sure does have a lot of vitamin D. Like just being in like a sunny climate doesn't mean that you get enough. No, so that's what she I, said, yeah. Mm, and that's what she taking. said. <laughs> <laughs> that's what the doctor said. I haven't heard one of those in a while. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I've been taking like fucking two or three vitamin D tablets a day. To oh, I should get I on feel it. feel good. I recommend it. Yeah, I just never know. It just every... Every few months, someone goes, oh, they work. Oh, they're, they're bullshit. Oh, they work. Mm, oh, they're right. like vitamin tablets. Yeah. So I sort of buy them and stop buying them and buy them and, and I don't know who to believe anymore. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what, I feel good and yeah, it could I'll, be that. It could be something else. No, nah, that's enough for me. A bit of um, yeah. anecdotal <laughs> evidence. Yeah. 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 Also, like there's no end to the power of the placebo effect. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's right. There's no end true. to it. No, that's it's true. true. Yeah. I have a beta blocker every day for my high blood pressure. Uh, and it's only a quarter of this beta blocker and apparently it's not really enough to actually lower my blood pressure, but it does just mm. the act of me taking it every day. Yeah, right. Because it's the, the blood pressure is high from worry, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. It's not high from being super obese or yeah. or um, eating too much McDonald's or whatever. And, mm. and, and what, do you, what, do you, what would you say you worry, worry most about? Oh, I'm just one of these people that's worried about everything. For worried. You know, just like a hypochondriac and a, yeah. yeah, not really socially. Never been uh, had that sort of thing, but um, right. just that everything's gonna get me. Yeah. yeah, and does being on your phone and shit make that worse? I think so, but it's also my. It makes it worse, but it's also your way of sort of just like fast forwarding through the day. Mm. Do you know what I mean? To the end of the day, it's like oh, the, yeah. it's like the remedy and the. The, sure. the, um, the remedy and the, the, the cause. It's and the cause. distraction That's right. and, the, and the cause. That's yeah. right. It's the distraction and the cause. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I notice it makes it worse for sure. Mm. It's like, like you always sort of long to end up going a bit um, crazy because you've just done that in between yeah. shows all day. For, <laughs> sort yeah. of hung over on your phone all day for yeah. a month. Yeah. Yeah. Do you get, so do you guys still party a bit on, on tour after all these years? Or, not, or are you? Not really. It depends. There's there's people there's people who like to party more yeah. than others. Like everyone still drinks, but it's not really partying. Mm. I can't remember the last. I think COVID. Like we would occasionally before COVID, if it was a really good show, a fun show, or we had friends around, or we'd go to a bar or something after. Yeah. And then we didn't because of COVID. We did like bubble touring. Oh yeah. And then we're allowed to again, and we all sort of like. I don't know, we're two and a half years older and mm. yeah, I don't know, a bit scared of going to bars and I don't know, like it's that sort of really like ended it in a way. Yeah, right, yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, I think if we feel sort of comfortable, we're touring Australia uh, later this year and I reckon Pond- I might Ponda? then- No, Tame Impala. Oh, Tame Impala, yes. And so. I reckon it might like, I actually really love touring Australia, because, especially the Tame Impala because we haven't done it in so long. I think it's been six years. Holy yeah, fuck, wow. dude. Fuck. And so it's like, it sounds, it's kind of like, it feels sort of like nostalgic for me. Like I love, I love it that it's like a flight every day and you're in a new city every day and it's not like yeah. a bus. And mm. um, yeah, I don't know. It just, it just reminds me of when we used to do it sort of once a month 
Yeah. Every year, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to it. I reckon we'll go do some stuff after the shows there, especially because, oh, yeah, straight yeah. into it, there's like 100 people, mates at every show. Yeah. You hang out with, you know. <laughs> totally. Well, yeah, where, where, where are get you, big guest list. Where, where are you playing in Melbourne? Oh, I'm going to look it up. It what might be the Sydney Meyer Music Bowl. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, fantastic. Do you know that? Which is cool, yeah. Do you know that's like a um, six-minute or seven-minute walk from my house? Oh, cool, yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe eight. Oh, let's get a coffee or a beer. I c- oh, mm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love yeah. to. Um, the beautiful What bat- suburb are bat- you bat- in now? In South Yarra. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. South Yarra, darling. Yeah, I don't know many like people here. living um, south of the river. A yeah. couple of people near St Kilda sort of thing and that's it. Yeah, yeah. Me, me either, to be honest. It's a bit of a... Um, I've been realising l- lately that because I've, I've kind of had a hankering to get out of the house and hang out with people um, yeah, yeah. and friends and stuff um, recently just because there's been so much time spent indoors the mm. last couple of years. Yeah. And I'm kind of hit, I'm kind of hit, hitting pussy's bow with it, you know what I mean? I've never kind heard like, that expression. Yeah. <laughs> what's that, what's that mean? Just like, uh, oh, you've, you've seen I'm everyone you can. I'm full up to pussy's bow means like... I yeah, don't know. it's an old expression. <laughs> it just means you're like full at capacity or yeah, like yeah. reach the limit with something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of nice though. It's like that. That would take away the temptation to go out every night. I think in Melbourne. It, look, it it definitely does. It definitely yeah. does. But it also takes away the opportunity to kind of ever do it in a way. Like I've, there's some pubs yeah. around me that I can go to. With me and Kate can go to or whatever. But like, it's rare that I'll meet up with. A friend, I kind of can't be. I reckon COVID did this to me as well. I kind of can't be fucked going to Fitzroy f- to a pub from here. Yeah, did yeah, it to yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. I was pubbing it everywhere before COVID. Now it's like, well, maybe I'll go next weekend. It's making me feel yeah. a bit bad, man, because it's if I feel like I'm not like participating in the culture of my city. Like I yeah. am in my in my neck of yeah. but I'm not yeah. getting out much and like yeah. yeah I don't know I think it's a tiny bit depressing do you know what makes me feel better about that stuff though we're what? fortunate enough to do things like tour and play shows and that kind of thing so mm. I'm like at the moment alright at least I'm getting that through all of that kind of stuff so if I'm yeah, just kind totally. of staying home a bit in between I can kind of reconcile that a little but I know what you mean it's mm. hard to tell how much of it's COVID though because you are sort of three years older older and yeah. you naturally slowly Stay yep. in more. Uh, yeah. Well, some people do. I, I, yeah. I've, I've been on a sort of graph it's, it's yeah. podcast, but like a 45 mm. degree angle slope uh, yeah. away from the pub. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, but yeah. I love, it's still my favorite thing to do. We have a bowls club at the end of my street at home yeah. that um, has a bar and sort of like, you know, a bunch of old bowls playing the people best. out the front. Dude, and then out the you're... side, there's no one ever. So I go and sit there with friends or just with my kid or kids or on my own. Yeah. And it's literally like having your own pub. It's amazing. I just sit oh, there and it's more. like sunset and on the green. I sometimes have a bowl. It's so good. It's beautiful. That is this, like incredible. It's idyllic, yeah. Local. And it's but there's but it's a sort of delicate balance between um, you know, I don't want to get all hipster about it. Like I want other people to go mm. and discover it because it'll also keep it going. Like I'd hate if it folded just you to know young people playing mm, balls. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like I've come to my little side bit a few times and there's like, you know, 20 people there, 20 young people there or something having a beer and yeah. I freak out. I'm like, oh no, I've got to stop talking about this balls club. Yeah, yeah. But you then don't want to lose it. But then that's the ultimate sort of um, annoying uh, hipster thing, isn't it? 
is like being a young person myself who's discovered it. Oh, yeah, thinking, yeah. wanting to hold on to it. <laughs> and wanting to hold on to it and thinking yeah. that I'm like a cool, old, yours. crusty old bowls. Yeah. Old club dog myself, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Todd, you just got a local. Oh, I messaged the band last night um, just being so excited that a new local's opened up for me because I moved um, like over to the Sydney west. you in Sydney or Melbourne? I'm in Melbourne. Yeah. But I moved from like in the north, like Carlton North to like out west near Fuscray. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and, nice. Um, where I am, there's it's quite – like it's close to everything but I'm in like this suburban pocket so there's no like local pub really. Okay. And there's just so – I've been, I've been missing that. Like I used to live basically next door to the Great North and then Carlton North. And it was oh, yeah, like I love that so one. That's the Frio cool. pub. Oh, is it? I think so. I mean I think it might also be the Sydney Swans pub too. It's, I, I don't it's, think it's, it's definitely Swans. a footy pub. It's free. That's it. Might be other teams, but sorry to interrupt. But that's where no, we go no, to watch no. Frio. We watched the like <laughs> right. finals that's a few the, years ago. There, fuck yeah, yeah, sick. yeah. yeah it's a good, it's good, good pub. Big, and I was like right. next to that, and it was just so close. And there was actually like five other sick pubs I could go to just as close. And yeah, of course, yeah. There hasn't been, there isn't one here, but there was down the road. There's this one that's been closed since I moved in, and I just thought it was closed forever and it had it looks like a sick old suburban like back street pub and i drove past it yesterday and saw that it was open and wow. it's reopened and i was just so excited that i've got like what you were talking about like a new actual local yeah, yeah, I can just yeah. that at the end of my street that i just yeah. missed the band being all excited about it yeah that's great yeah, yeah it's a good feeling yeah because yeah. i moved i moved further out to further away from frio yeah and was was worried about that you know having yeah. a drive to the pub um, mm. My brother lives near Frio in Bicton and oh, yeah. he, he'll go down to the, there's like a surf club, oh, a boat club. Yeah, I know, Bic- I know, the, yeah. I know the East Frio Yacht Club thing, yeah. Yeah, and it sounds like uh, posh, but it's actually nice. No, like, it's really nice. nice. It's, it's on the yeah, water. Yeah, chilling on the water, yeah. Yep. He goes down there for his local. It's a pretty good spot. Above there is are these tennis courts that are the mm. same thing where it's kind of like, because Bicton's quite a nice suburb, East Frio, yeah. um, but... I find that that they have the most amazing tennis courts, you know, the most amazing views. So this yeah, is over overlooking the, the river. Yeah. And the suns, you can see, you can sort of see, it's like that bit of Frio is where the, the river slowly turns into the ocean, you know? Yeah. Mm. Um, so it's really nice. Beautiful. Yeah, I'd love to live there. Picton's really nice. Mm, it's a good spot. Yeah. Good for kids. There's lots of like watery park kind yeah, of activities yeah. to do around there. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's nice. Jay, will you be in Frio August 13? I think I'm there doing a Mossy show or 13 or 12. June, or 12, August. August 12. No, I leave on the 7th to Europe. Oh, nice. No. Nice. Back to Europe. Back to Europe. This is with Tame Impala, yeah. It never ends. Oh. I've got show. How's this? I've got, <laughs> I've got five flights still before then on the 7th of August. Wow. Really? Around Australia with um, Pond. Uh, we're opening. Wow. We're doing Splendor. Someone pulled out, and we're the fill-in, which is oh, really, yes. which is amazing. Fun. Cool. How good? Ooh, yeah, yeah. It kind of feels like low pressure too when you're the fill-in. Yeah, you know, you're like yeah, we we'll just, we'll just rock up and do uh, do what we do. Yeah, and it's like you weren't even expecting it. You know. Yeah, and it's a bonus for you. You're like, all right, let's just look at this. this oh is man, a bonus rather than you know. Yeah, right. totally. Splendor in the grass is one of those ones where you always get a bit jealous when mm. everyone else is going but not playing it, but not you. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Glastonbury, or it's one of those ones. Yes, sure. <laughs> and then Pond's going around opening for Liam Gallagher. Oh, in arenas, yes. which will be pretty fun. In Australia, in Australia, it's three shows. How's this? So, so it's cool. Melbourne, Sydney, and Perth, mm. which I thought was interesting because Perth often gets 
dropped, like True. Adelaide, and there's no Brisbane. And then I realised it's because, this is my theory, but I think mm. it's right, there are so many English people in per- Perth, like oh, recent yeah. expats, like all the northern suburbs are just full of people who have recently, oh, recently, you know, like last 20 years or something. Yeah, yeah. Come it's, from England. So the entire Scotland. state- There's a big uh, Scottish contingent yeah, yeah. in Perth. <laughs> so the entire arena is just going to be like- well, Northerners, you know, yeah. who live in it's the funny, northern suburbs. Yeah. Northerners Artists, from England who live in they, the northern suburbs of Perth. They travel the world to expats, like a lot of these artists. Like I remember yeah, seeing yeah. Kasabian at um, the Enmore like 12 years ago and it was like all just pommy tourists. Yeah, it was I bet. so funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, if you're big enough in England, you can play to, play to English people everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't really do the same, I don't think. <laughs> Fully. Um, I remember seeing Pond at um, that show in C- a show you did in Seattle um, a couple of years ago. I was actually there. I, I think I, we like messaged that time, but didn't. Was it um, Numos? Numos. That sounds familiar, actually. Yeah, I had a yeah. bit. Of a, I, we had a bit of a disaster that one. I think. Really, I had like we played that KXP earlier in the day, and I right, had a full yeah. sort of panic attack because we partied partied a bit in LA the day before or two days before. Right. Quite. And you know, it's kind of almost worse two days later than the next mm, day. Yeah. And I sort of had this freak out and couldn't, I don't know, you know, when you're playing and singing and, you, and, and you've got that, like those flushes of panic and you're, all, you're like, how do I get my fingers to go from this to the next note? Wow. That feeling. Wow. Which I, don't get, I don't know that feeling. I don't get that often, but um, when yeah. I do, it's terrible. That's yeah. quite intense. Yeah. And then I remember by, but then I was fine by the Numo's show. I was just sort of bummed out. Yeah. Yeah. And then Joe, I remember, had sort of lost the plot for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe a similar yeah. sort of thing. Maybe he was like coming down to. Yeah. I just remember him in the band room there, that Seattle show, just smashing his head against the wall, trying to sort of like <laughs> G himself up. And I thought it was me and Nick were watching him from the hallway, just standing there yeah. like mouths agape, just completely disturbed. Being like, this is the most disturbing thing I've ever seen. Just this guy, just this adult. Bloke yeah. smashing his head against the wall. Um, what did you guys do in LA? I God, don't know. Oh my just, God. Yeah. Just, I want some um, of that. Just, some of that dried cane toad venom or something. Yeah, I don't you know. know. It was, you know, it was probably just drinking, but uh, yeah. I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't know. We're delicate, um, delicate yeah. minds. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there's a fine line between um, extreme confidence and um, bashing your yeah. head against the wall before the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're not far off. Yeah, uh, it's funny how um, you can do, like it's where you your brain goes into this state where you're still playing, but it, it's auto, and you kind of can you can overthink, like you were saying. Yeah, or yeah. Something happens, and you're like, I actually don't really know what I'm doing, but it's still happening, and you can oh, get really yeah. kind of totally. in your head in that stuff. Yeah, it's totally. Super weird. Yeah, you're That's, better off doing it being in the same mode, but underthinking. Mm. which is when the tour has gone on for ages and you're not yeah. bored, but you're like, you can literally like do your taxes or or, or <laughs> yeah. be looking at a kebab stand in the distance, yeah. thinking about that and get to the end of a song and, and realise you weren't switched on for any of it. Yeah, you don't remember it. That's yeah. when you're sort of like, I don't know, that. even though I, that's when you, you don't, you're not even remotely nervous by that point of the tour. Mm. I don't like that feeling because it's like, it's, it's you're like... Even the though you're playing goes. perfectly fine, yeah, the magic goes and you're like, I'm yeah. not even trying, you know. Yeah. I can't even mm. switch myself on to try, even though you're playing perfectly. So mm. that's what I've tried to tell myself with the nerves and, and, and panic and anxiety and stuff with playing live to sort of 
enjoy it as like a fun thing. Yeah. Um, because the alternative is a bit more depressing actually. Yeah. When you just wrote, wrote playing. Fully. I like, I can imagine that. And, and you see it like, um, like we, Todd and I went to see The Cure a couple of years ago and ah, like, yeah. the, those guys that have, you know, such a similar like feeling about playing live. I think they just do so much touring. And like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it, it's, I guess it's an, an, an inevitable byproduct of touring that much and, and also the, the, how big the shows get because I guess the bigger they get, the, the more impersonal somehow they become yeah. a, as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough as bands get bigger, um, I think, to work out how much of it you're doing for yourself and how much of you're doing it for money and how much mm. of you're doing it for, like, an artistic thing, you know, mm. and that's really yeah. hard to, like, balance because when you when your band's sort of smaller and not really making any money, that um, variable is removed and it's basically mm. whether or not you feel like playing for people Mm. Or 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 the or doing the fun of playing live or not you know or sitting at home yeah but then once it's like a big business then it becomes really hard because it's not just you there's all these other people involved yeah um and there's also people on the you know people going like why don't you come you guys haven't come to Albuquerque in nine years you know like yeah. how dare you sort of every yeah. day and you're like I don't know yeah it gets tricky yeah yeah and then suddenly the suddenly the um suddenly it seems really like um, selfish and, and arrogant to be like, I just don't feel like playing live music at the moment. That's interesting. You know? So it's not really just about you anymore. No, like the band. I, I, it's no, about I don't think like, so, yeah. Yeah, the, all these people that work within the business, they've got jobs and kids and all that kind exactly. of shit as well. And, and not yeah. just that, and, the, and, and fans. Like yeah, if you've put yourself fans, out there yeah. to, that, to that extent, yeah. Um, you've kind of got this obligation to, I mean, you shouldn't have to, but you kind of do have this obligation to go and like yeah. play for them. That's interesting, Jay. I think that's like a really um, nice mindset that you, that actually yeah. is really, really beautiful because I, I don't think every musician would feel like that. Like mm. I think there'd be a lot that think, mm. fuck, I don't have to, yeah. I don't have to go and play for them. Like That's whatever. why I think the scale is, is relevant. Like I don't, I certainly don't feel like that with my solo stuff, you know, mm. it's like, you know, I'll do it if I feel like it or have time. Mm. But I, I guess I meant more meaning, um, yeah, band like Tame Impala. And Tame Impala, yeah. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's uh, like, Yeah, if you buy all the records that we ever put out and then you're sitting there in Albuquerque waiting for 10 years. Do totally. You, do you I, think, though, okay, yeah. that Derek Wibley from Sum 41 thinks like that, for example? Like, do you think every band or do you think that maybe you guys have got kind of a nice you could, maybe, um, maybe outlook you have, on it? Maybe you have to, though. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think everyone's different. There are some yeah. people, some for some people, it's the playing live thing is more um, is more fulfilling to them. Yeah, than like like the Rolling Stones or something. Mm. Like it's not. I don't think it's really about money or playing to the to people. It's just like they're just completely addicted to. They just yeah. love playing live. Yeah, because they don't need any more money, and they've played to everyone on earth basically that could want to see them between the ages of five and 90, <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I think it's purely for like, I think weirdly they're one of the, they have one of the sort of purest um, mm. uh, plans, which is pu- just playing because that's the, that, that's their favorite thing in the whole world to do. Have you, have you met those guys? No, no. I really, I don't, I don't think I've met any, many people that are actually super duper famous. Mm. Really? 
no, not like, not like Kevin has, you know. Yeah. Um, Liam Gallagher soon. Is he I super famous? Met, I haven't met. Uh, I haven't met Liam. Yeah, he's pretty famous. Um, <laughs> I better say he's super famous because that's the sort of thing he'd, <laughs> he'd, he listens, he'd rinse yeah. me for. Um, yeah. Julian from the drummer from Tame Impala when we played Glastonbury in 2015 or something. Yeah, is a huge Oasis fan. He's yeah. 10 years older than me, so he's 42, mm-hmm. and he was like a teenager in the 90s. You know. Mm. And he saw Liam at Glastonbury and went up to him. He's like, man, I'm a huge fan. Liam's like, oh, thanks, man. Who are you here with? I won't try and do his voice. Mm. And he's like, oh, Tame Impala. And he's like, man, I love that elephant song. It's class, mm. top tune. He goes, you don't, he goes, you don't fucking jump around on the spot while you're playing it, do you? And Julian's <laughs> like, not really. He's like, good, 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 stand and deliver. He goes, you don't have any of yes. those fucking visuals up behind you, like spinning around, do you? Julian's like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Shit> <laughs> he's like, oh, you know, he said something about how that was rubbish or whatever. And he also said that the bigger your band is, the stiller you've got oh, to stand on stage. That's the so more cool. epic it is, which wow. is kind of true. Yeah, like there's something oh, powerful about playing like a stadium and it's just him just standing there. Whereas him just standing there at Mojo's or something is like, who's this guy? Like, put in some effort, you know? It's yeah. pretty funny. It's like the stage size is inversely proportional to how much rocking out you should yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, in, of... his, in his opinion, you know? <laughs> um, and obviously there's lots of people, like Mick Jagger and stuff runs around, but I've noticed it I, since he said that to Julian, I've noticed it, you know, like the other guys in ACDC, like Malcolm yeah. Young or something, it, they, they do look pretty powerful, just sort of literally standing there rooted yeah. to the floor, just like rocking mm. hard. And then sometimes they have spinning like around a, in circles and stuff. Fully, but then you know those bands that have like one roaming member. Yeah, like, yeah. Totally, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, totally. The Cure like do shame, that. Like, shame have that. And as shame well. have that as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I haven't seen Shames. I know the Cure guy, the bass player. Right. Yeah. He sort of looks yeah. like. Um, yeah. He sort of looks like he's from Lord of the Rings or something. Yeah. You see the one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He kind of just. Um, yeah, it's Simon. funny the roaming member. Yeah, he, I think he left the band recently. Yeah, he left oh, and man. then he came back. I think. Right. Oh. He's the guy I think that plays, because I saw them at Glastonbury. It was awesome. Not that Sick. one, a, a later one. Right. Um, and he's the one that plays bass. There's two bass, but he plays like the lead guitar yeah. bass. Yeah. Yeah. Yellow, the yellow one. I think yeah, the yellow I think bass, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they basically, I'd only just, I was never a Cure fan growing up. I didn't like understand it. Mm. And I got really into um, Disintegration. Oh, yeah. And that first song, the plain song, it's just my mm. favourite song. And they Beautiful. opened at Glastonbury and I was ages away and I sort of ran to the stage and then finally got there and it finished. Mm. But, um, <laughs> and then watched a few more songs and then went yeah. know, went to the bar. But, um, but yeah, they sounded great. And that song, I love that song. And, that, and since mm. then I've gotten into heaps of other Cure, like um, Faith, that one. Sick. Yeah, pretty much. I actually much. don't know heaps of the Cure myself, to be honest. Uh, there's, there's a few different sort of eras. Yeah. Disintegration is a mad album. I definitely yeah, spend a bit of time like with the, that. That's kind of like really, I find that sort of really beautiful and not actually mm. that dark. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of got um, OK Computer mm. kind of vibes yeah, to yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. yeah, it's great. I grew up on like the best of The Cure CD. Yeah. And it yeah. Was like, but it was like 40 tracks or something crazy like that. It starts so with it all that sort of fast, post-punky, like jerky stuff. Just covers everything, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I never really have tapped the albums, but I know quite a lot of songs. So yeah, kind of Faith is really good. That's an early one, and then Disintegration is kind of like a big epic masterpiece mm-hmm. sort of one. Yeah, but yeah, I just didn't get it. It's just, but that's yeah. that's like, I fi- I'm finding that really fun having all these artists that 
not only did I not get when I was young, but I like hated. Me too. And then getting into them at 32 or something, you know. Really yeah, another one? I got one that I'll share with you guys. What I didn't like Radiohead when I was a kid. Oh, interesting. No, no, I thought it was just yeah. I don't know, boring and pretentious, and and yeah. then I love my favorite Radiohead album is that most recent one. Yeah, right. Which I don't normally say about bands. Mm. That, um, yeah, I mean, Shaped Pool. I think it's amazing. I'm the oh. same with um. So mine is Tool. Oh yeah. <laughs> I used to hate Tool. Like, I've never even I, listened to Tool, but I've a lot of friends who love them. Yeah, yeah either. and I, everyone loved them and I was into heavy metal, but I was just like, it's fucking whack. Like, yeah. well, I, just, I mean, it is. <laughs> and the, I know, but I listen to it now a lot and their latest album almost exclusively. So. Yeah, I know <laughs> the, wow. King, the King Gizzard fellows are uh, big into Tool and you can yeah. almost kind of hear it these days actually. Yeah. King Gizzard. Yeah. <laughs> All the vocals and like time signatures and stuff. It's, it's whack. It's definitely whack, but I listen to it a lot. Yeah, I've got to give it a shot. Yeah. I think I'm, mm. I'm a lot more open-minded than I was. Yeah. They I took hated everything years. when I was young. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I, I just, yeah. I hated stuff that was, wasn't cool. I hated stuff that was too cool. And oh, like yeah. too, too. Um, <laughs> Doesn't leave you with a lot. Do you know, when we remember that site Mess and Noise when we first started? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, they, they have, they'd put up, they were great. It was a great website. Mm. But they were so um, sarcastic and dismissive of all our bands, you know. Mm. Right. So all the all the sort of bands that would be that 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 bands on that side, I'd be like, fuck those guys, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. though half of them are my friends now and make great yeah, music, yeah. and yeah, and then I would hate sort of mainstream music as well. You know, both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. Mm. I'd be like, fuck all these guys. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then you know you get older and you realize everyone's just sort of. Doing right. their best, and even You're if they're not the stage with them, with a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And even if they're, but the, but but that, but I, st- but I was still mean. We were still mean back in the day, though. You share stages with people, and you yeah. still get back to your dressing. You, you, you know, the festival dressing. <laughs> oh yeah, like, shit. You'd be fucking and then you, you, re- you know, we <laughs> like put our foot in it so many times because it's just. You know, you're young and loud and drunk, and it's just mm. like a bit of canvas separating you and like yeah, seventeen other artists. Yeah. Did you get um, anything back the other way? Like, because, uh, um, yeah. like, did you hear of artists kind of going, oh, they just sound like fucking this or they're not that? Because well, I mentioned yeah, that. Yeah, because early time it was, yeah, it was like Reverse cream. Jealousy. And, yeah. Well, it was cream. And we, and, um, and we, time, early time was signed to be like Wolf Mother. Initially. Yeah. Yeah. That was the, that and was the, not, not, not what we, not what, that wasn't the um, impetus of the band for us. Yeah. But the, like, for the label. Yeah. Mm. They were trying to sort of find another one. Yeah, um, how interesting. So, so, so you had, yeah, we got like we got the like tall poppy thing pretty like yeah. pretty much off the bat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, like that, was that DMA's got that a bit as well? Yeah, DMA's did get that as well. Yeah, smoking, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Stone roses kind of stuff early on, but yeah, for sure. They're pretty undeniable band DMA's though. Like, um, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, I don't know. It's it just, but I think in music in general, it seemed. I don't know, maybe young people would think otherwise and I'm just out of touch, but it seemed snarkier in, like, in general. Yeah. Um, and it's much more normal. Like we thought it was really, we thought we were really futuristic to like sort of Kylie Minogue and the Flaming yeah. Lips, you know. We thought that yeah. was the craziest thing you could do is like pop music fully, and like weird. Fully. And it like, was though and for like a Boris, while. Boris and Britney Spears, you know, and we're going to combine the two. Yeah. It and, was, um, it really was. I remember that whole yeah, kind yeah. of shift where that changed, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. It was, and that, you know, late 2000s basically. Mm. And I guess now people who are 20 are like, like it's Spotify, you know, they're like, what do you mean? You listen to whatever you want. And yeah. 
nobody can hear you, nobody sees you walk, nobody sees you have to walk into a record store and buy Boris and Britney Spears on CD and get yeah. judged whichever way. You just yeah. stream it in your in your own time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got a good story about that actually. My um, someone who used to work with us, their boyfriend worked at a record store in Brighton, mm, right. in England. Yeah. And one day Nick Cave, because Nick Cave lives there, Nick Cave came in. And he was sort of shuffling around the shop for a while. He ended up bringing this CD to the counter and it was, by the way, by the um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> and he like put it through and the, uh, this guy put it through for him. And then right at the end, he like couldn't resist. Right at the end, he goes, it's not for me, it's for the boy. Oh, fuck off. That's <laughs> he so good. He, 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 couldn't, he was like, I can't, get, I can't just walk in and out of here with, by the way, by the cheese yeah. without That's letting him know it's for, it's for the boy. That's yeah. so fucking <laughs> That's oh god, yeah. that's hilarious. Which that kind reminds- of makes it like, in some ways, it's like, oh, you know, he should have owned it or whatever. And then in other ways, it kind of makes me like him even more. Oh, yeah, it it's funny as. more for sure. It's yeah. funny as it reminds me for some reason of this story when um my brother had psoriasis mm. and um and is <laughs> 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 like quite in like um like private. He's quite a private person, and we mm. were like we walked into this pharmacy on Chapel Street. <laughs> And he walked up to the counter and he said, um, excuse me, um, do, you, do you have cream for, for um, psoriasis? Mm. And she goes, psoriasis? <laughs> psoriasis cream? And everyone's... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, oh no. face just goes red. <laughs> Some guy. things are embarrassing to buy, hey? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, yeah I'm, I'm, I have no um, embarrassment with like bodily stuff. Really? Weirdly. Oh yeah, that's good. It's weird. What it's weird how some you can be anxious about some things mm. and not other things. What about like, like I could go in? Uh, I could go into a pharmacy and say like I need some hemorrhoid cream quite loudly. Oh yeah, not, not care. Yeah, yeah. I oh, was embarrassed cool. buying condoms when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to say. If you went in and bought like some glow in the dark lube and a pack of condoms, no, I would be embarrassed <laughs> by that still. Yeah. In fact, I'd probably be more embarrassed than yeah. when I was younger. But <laughs> usually, when you're buying condoms, well, for me anyway, I was like drunk or something like that, you know, like I was on a date or like something, like I had a few drinks and so it's kind oh, yeah. of like it makes the embarrassment. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. So you, last week you, you released the, the, you did the reissue of, um, of oh, the first Glorian two Highway albums. and yep. Glamorous Damage. Yeah. Yep. Um, well yeah, done. Thank you. Yep. Was that fun? Yeah, yeah. Thank Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like, it was funny. We had, because Kevin helped me do it. Basically, I, I couldn't do it myself because I was what, not confident enough to master something. But I also right. couldn't mm. send it away to someone because it was it was like it. I didn't have the original mixes. It was like pieced together through like weird bounces and stuff. Mm. Right. And also if they just, it was so stuffed sounding to me anyway now with my um, better, you know, audio yep. knowledge. Yep. But if they just sort of mastered it and made it louder, it just would have sounded like the first time. Right. Like it wasn't that they were mastered poorly the first times. It was that my mixes were so dodgy. So it was right. almost like we mixed the bounce. Like we mixed the two track bounce again yes. with what we had, and then just and then made it louder. Yeah. Um. But it's interesting. I've already seen sort of seen people online being like, "Oh, you know, it doesn't sound as wide as the old." You know. Mm. So yeah, right. all the, I just thought people would be instantly be like, oh, "It doesn't sound." Like you know, someone screaming into a Milo tin anymore. Like mm. obviously, it's better. Yeah, but um, but it's funny people get attached to mm. to things that you think are you know amateur or yeah, it's like recording mediums that we think like surely no one's ever going to fetishize um singing into an iPhone, mm. but there's probably going to be like iPhone sixes on reverb in 
or eBay mm. in 20 years. Yeah. People trying to get that compression. Yeah. You know, that compression yeah. on Kanye albums when he put his voice memos on yes. records or whatever. So um, I have to, we were going to take down the old YouTube audio and put up the new ones, but I think we might leave them as well just because, um, like I took down the old version off Spotify and stuff mm. because I was like, it's not, they're not, they're these tiny albums that I just wanted to repress. So I thought I'd yeah. remaster them as well. It would be incredibly um, pretentious to have like, you know, it's not like Thriller or Back in uh, Black. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. 2022 remastered edition. Right. It was basically just like if I was going to press more copies, which people were asking for, because they're only 500 back in the day. Yeah. Um, I figured we may as well make it sound better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, it was interesting to promote sort of because- I didn't want it to be like these are classic records because they're yeah. just they're like they're almost like the they're almost like just me learning how to record music those early mm. ones. Mm. So sick! You're such yeah. a like um, uh, what's the word? Um, <laughs> it's is a such a proficient, overly over proficient, oh, uh, more prolific. than proficient musician in terms of the like amount of instruments you play and how well you play them all. Oh, oh thank you. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't really have many other like hobbies, you know. Do you mm. practice heap? Like, do you practice? I've seen on I've your Instagram recently. In, oh, cause I've got a drum drums. kit. You've been drumming. Yeah. So I, cause I did drums. So I basically, I practiced all through high school. Yeah. I did piano lessons and drum lessons and I taught yeah. myself guitar around the same time wasn't even practicing. I was just, I just played all day. I lived in the country yeah. and other than like sport, there was pretty much nothing to do. Yeah. Um, so I just played all day, you know, played along to Chili Peppers records or yeah. mm. parents, Carol King CD or whatever, you know, just everything. Yeah. Um, but then since then I basically haven't practiced at all because yeah. if I have, if you have time to do music, you, it's much more fun to like make music Yeah. or yeah. record or mix music rather yeah. than sitting there playing scales and stuff. Totally. Um, but I haven't had a drum kit since I was lived at home at 15, mm. 16, like in a house that I've owned wow. since then. And so I, when we got this new place, um, I turned the garage into a studio and bought a drum kit off this guy. Fucking sick. And set it up and like, yeah. you know, you know, it's like, like I'm a kid again, like every day slightly moving it around. It's yeah, like yeah. stepbrothers, you know, setting yeah. up more toms and like the perfect mic, measuring the mic positions. Yeah, so it's not, nice. it's not out of fate. And I've, I've just become, and I, so I've actually just been playing drums probably actually about five minutes a day, just sneaking it in, but every yeah. day for months. Have you, have you been recording it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, whenever, when I get a chance, I just, so it's permanently sort of set up for my like yeah. best drum Sick sound man. I can come up with. Yeah. So you're doing, so you're doing like just bits and pieces of kind of writing for gum at the moment or whatever, just. Yeah. And out. I do pond stuff and I, man, I've, mm. I've never actually never had a proper studio in my life yeah. till recently. Mm. Um, the thing I've just I've just set up things like this podcast set up just an interface mm. and a laptop and had one mm. lead and mm. um but it's just so happens that it's coincided with having like two kids and a family and mm. not really any time to do it um but it does mean when I do get a window or at night or something it's all just really set up and ready to go yeah mm. so and I've kind of got this easy. idea that when they are school going to school age I'll you'd be able to be super prolific and just pump stuff yeah. out. But, yeah. you know, it doesn't, whenever you, whenever you don't have time, you seem to have like an endless amount of ideas. And then, and then as soon as you've got <laughs> some time, you're like, wait, that's funny. <laughs> Are any yeah. of these good? <laughs> mm. yeah. yeah. Do you ever feel between like, um, like any records, um, 
like that you that you need time between them sometimes to like just reset musically or something like you don't necessarily know how you want the next record to um, sound yet or like that sort of um did like a, is there a, a a gesticulation period for you between records uh with pond there is just because we can't it takes a while to be able to have the time for everyone to get together again and do it so there's a natural mm. thing where we kind of come up with like an idea for the next one um kind of inorganically like we like we're like what do we want to do you know sit down right. we have a mm. um Whereas the gum stuff previously, I just, it's literally like, I'm just constantly doing it. And then I like yep. close the chapter and do some artwork and master yep. it and then keep going. Send it. Yep. But mm. because I haven't been able to just with, um, you know, raising kids, mm. um, it's actually been really good because I've thought I've had the same batch of sort of nine to 12 songs in my head for two years now. Yeah. And I just, all I can do is like work on them in my head. Yeah. So I think the like the lyrics are better than normal because I'd normally just sort of toss them off and that was it. Mm-hmm. They're, they're like, I, I like, you know, I, I like tweaking the way they sound and chords and stuff sort of in my head or like just walking past keyboards and guitars in my house. And I, and I mm. think it's going to be a lot better than my previous stuff because I've um, let it sit. It is getting to the point now where if I don't finish it, um, I'll just sort of ruin it, you know, and mix all the colors together to make brown. Mm. Mm. You know, that, mm. like everyone who makes music knows that sort oh, of point. Oh, that's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I do think it's going to be better than I used to rush, rush make music. Yeah. yeah. First take, first mix, first yeah. word, first line that I come up with. Yeah. Mm. And then I would just I, later on, I'd either be like, "That was pretty good," or "That was rubbish," and that would be it. And like you know, and mm. I'd just. Um, whereas now I like, it, it has been good to actually stop and think about it and not just mm. put stuff out for the sake of it or finish yeah. stuff for the sake of it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cause sometimes like you have like, you know, that feeling where, um, it may be when you're, you're doing something so often and so frequently that sometimes you forget like if you're doing it because you love it still, or if you're doing it because it's just what you do. Totally, you know, yeah. But, but totally. particularly, like you yeah. said before, when 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 money and more people become involved, like that feeling, I'm sure would be compounded at times. Where you're like, "Is this what I love doing? I can't remember." I yeah, think, yeah. I think so. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, and but then you get space from it. I'm kind of experiencing this just recently after working on a Mossy album for a little while, and then yeah. putting it out, I just have like needed distance from yeah, 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 yeah. It, you know, yeah, and yeah. I've yeah. been f- kind of focusing on other. I really liked uh, it. It sounded great, man. Oh, I liked that. Like, it's definitely. I liked that. It definitely had a. It was definitely like, uh, like a new thing and its own mm. thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. Vocal totally. sounds and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, I wouldn't it's, know what to make if I was going to make another album right now. That's like I wouldn't. That's really it's like, a good feeling though. That means you're yeah. not just churning it out for the sake of it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 That, that's true. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah. I don't. I, I don't know. I'm just. I, I've always had more ideas for things than I've had time to do them. Mm. That's not to say that all the ideas have been good, but I don't think I've ever had a, have had ever had had time to do music and been like I don't know what to do. Mm. Like if I had enough time, I would I would kill to just sit there and just like make noise jam with myself for yeah. the whole day. Do you do any any writing or recording on the road? Uh, I used to. I used to lots of the best things I've made for Tame or Pond or Gum or whatever have been, um, were on planes back in the day on just playing the laptop, the 
QWERTY keyboard. Yeah. Yes. And so I, and I, I'm probably not very good now, but I got quite good at like playing laptop keyboard, you know? Yeah. Um, and I don't know, there's like make really good stuff on planes. I think because you're like all emotional. Yes. And kind of really are. Yeah. 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 And And so you'd be doing these chord progress. Like I wouldn't really write that many lyrics or anything, but basically sit there and just play chords Make music, and you yeah. can, and you've only got, you know, you this yeah. keyboards like that. So you've just, you're constantly just going like that, making shapes. Yeah. And you just sit there and kind of make the most, um, epiphanous and like emotional chord progressions you can for four mm. hours. Um, but I don't really do that anymore because you have to, to hear what you're doing, you have to crank it. Mm. And I'm going a bit deaf, particularly in one ear, not oh, yeah. really badly, but just, hearing damage music. Mm. So you, you, are you trying to listen to less loud music yeah. in cans? Yeah, if you listen to stuff that you listen to on the plane, like when you're on your Ableton or something, off yeah. the plane, it's so loud, you know, wow. because you're listening to hear it over the yeah, air rumble of the, and the air conditioner and the rumble yeah. of the plane. So it's like, yeah. it's kind of not very good for you. So I kind of don't do that now. Fully. Jeez, that's a good mm. point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really like safe with, after years of yeah. sort of, Bashing it. You know, yeah, bashing it, but also like getting drunk and like leaning, putting my head on a fold back for half an hour just oh, to be yeah. funny or just, just insane yeah. things like that. Yeah. Where, yeah. um, where you do something like that once in your life and you can, you can break your ears, let alone. Yeah. For a decade. So. Yeah. Hopefully. It's funny when you, you can think back to like, I don't I'm know, sure you guys had some pretty few, loose. Yeah. 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 Just, oh, God, I can yeah. think of some moments where I'm like, it's even just a studio moment where I was trying to, do some feedback for the guitar or whatever and just did something stupid like went into the room, no like headphones or anything like that and just like I can almost still feel what happened in my ear now thinking back yeah, to that yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's hard though because you can't get too worked up about it because it's out of your hand. Like we were sound, like now I have these little ear, these earplugs actually, they're really good. I saw them on, mm-hmm. I bought them off Instagram, which is the like biggest yeah. sucker thing to do yeah. when you get like a sponsored post. Yeah. And you get drop shipped something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 But they've, they've got a, they've got a, uh, like a lever on each one and it goes between minus 25 dB to only minus seven dB. Yeah, oh, okay. So you could be wearing them like and just talk and stuff, but it just takes just a little bit off. Yeah. But I, so I wear them in sound check and all this stuff now and I hadn't put them in yet. And, um, someone was testing the stage PA, you know, that whole, that thing where sometimes the whole stage just blows up (laughs) and I freaked out for like an hour, you know, I've I've done it over. And then I was like, hang on a sec, Jay, like you, that used to happen to you every day and you used to sort of laugh. (laughs) Yeah. Be like, that was sick. (laughs) You know, I got to have some perspective, but yeah, I've become really, um, serious about my ears just terrified of being deaf i guess yeah, yeah. that's look it's good. really important i i went through a big period where i i thought that i had um tinnitus i i, mm. I actually might i'm not sure if I, I think most people do to be honest yeah it's just what it's just how much you let it get to you slash how bad it it actually exactly. is yeah and i think for, at the start well particularly after like a loud show you know on tour and then going back to the hotel and just lying in a hotel room going Oh my god! It's yeah, like yeah. Oh, totally. The yeah. worst fucking sound I've ever heard. And yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I've, it's stuck. What do, it's you, really anxiety-inducing. Yeah, for sure. You feel physically ill when sometimes the PA just blows up or goes does that fucking noise. Like it's funny how it can just make your whole body feel off. It's yeah, super totally. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah it's. Uh, it's funny. Every now and then I go out the front in sound check to hear what it sounds like, hear what the drums sound like and talk to the front of house person. 
and um, and I'm like, is this how? Is this what? It's, is this what gigs? It's people coming <laughs> and listening to music this loud. Yeah. This is yeah. crazy. What are you guys doing? <laughs> you know? uh, and I look at everyone out there and you'll see like one in every 20 person has earplugs in. And I mm. used to think they were, weren't very tough or something. And now mm. I'm like, I can't believe only one in every 20 of you guys have got <laughs> foam yeah. earplugs stuffed in your ears. You Fully. Yeah. Um, but again, it's, it might just be getting old. Yeah. <laughs> it's turning mm. into an old duffer. Mm. <laughs> um, but um. yeah. I've actually got another interview in one minute, guys. Sorry. Oh, man. Oh, I'd love oh, to keep going. Perfect. No, no we've got to wrap it up. Yeah. 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 Um, um, Jay, thanks so much yeah. for coming on, man. Oh, no worries. Really, thanks for having really me. It was really fun. Talk. Yeah, yeah. And go and buy, go and buy the the um, the reissued vinyls. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. Reissued thank vinyls. you. Yeah, the first two. Yeah. And then there should yeah. be a new one coming um, really soon, hopefully. Okay. Nice. All right. We'll, and, we'll catch you around. Yeah, hopefully catch you in Melbourne. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me up. Yeah. Or I'll have hit you up when we're, in, when we're in town and um, go have a beer. Love right, it. Great. Try right. your new local, Tom. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. <laughs> Come out west. Yeah, see you. All right. Go All right see you, guys. Thanks, man. See, see ya. Bye. Bye.